All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, And, of course, we're over 3,000 now, so we're going to be working on a live stream for the pregame for the Texas Bowl because you guys did that. And I'm here with Tom Vanderford for his weekly segment. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing great, man. Congratulations on 3K. Thank you very much. That's 11 months with no built-in audience. And what I mean by no built-in audience Lots of times, like whenever a pay site does a podcast, they can just put a link out to their 6,000 subscribers or something like that on exactly. their website, and they can just bring them over. This this was completely from scratch, and that yep. that, is, that is really cool. Um, Locked On had a big um, congratulations, the phone call and everything, so I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I, I'm very much in favor um, with the Locked On people at the moment. Awesome. Did you beat mm. Oklahoma? No, Oklahoma won by three hours. They hit 3,000 oh, three hours man, before we did. Yeah. Um, and and part of that is might be my fault. I chose to go into this show in the middle of a competition with a DeAndre Prince video, which everybody loves DeAndre. He's a good player. But I should have gone in with a Lane Kiffin. I should have gone in with a Jackson Dart. Something that turns the dial. Doing the clickbaity yeah. thing, that would that would have probably worked a little bit better. It's all good, man. Yeah. All good. Anyway, if you look down below, you can see that Ole Miss is a three-point favorite over Texas Tech in the Texas Bowl. Over-unders at 69.5. Late-night game, Tom. What's your feeling on this game? How, what Since we haven't talked much about it before now, what's your sense on this game right now? I, uh, It's going to be an interesting game. They're... They've been, they've been getting better all year long, and we kind of digressed towards the end of the year. So that that's in their favor. Uh, their their head coach is some kind of Texas high school coaching mm-hmm. legend. So supposedly they're sound fundamentally, uh, but we don't have the cloud hanging over our head that we did the last two games of the season anymore. So I'm going to say as long as the right people don't opt out, and uh, I don't see a lot of opt-outs because all of our kids, the majority of our kids are young, Mm -hmm. but I think we'll win. I really do. Yeah, I I think the line. We we need to win. It's almost a must win. Yeah, the line's about right. Pardon? The line's about right, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, it's always interesting when you play Texas Tech, right? Yeah. I can remember, you know, we usually do pretty good against them in bowls, but mm-hmm. I can remember a home and home series with them back when Eli was there where we lost both of those games. Of course, Mike Leach was the head coach then. Mm. But – at Texas Tech, but I just I, I feel I feel really good about our team. Uh, I feel really good about the direction it's going. Uh, I I got to admit I was kind of shocked today when I saw Miles Battle enter the portal, but you know um, I, I thought his eligibility was done. I, I well, didn't I know he had eligibility left. Yeah, yeah, got a COVID year, I guess. Yeah, I guess he's got a COVID year still. I don't know. 
Yeah, but he is the but, uh, um, the biggest player that has gone to the portal so far. Oh, gosh, yeah, by far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By far. I mean, nothing against those other guys, but most of those guys that entered the portal weren't getting playing time hardly at all. Or, uh, you know, like Bullock and uh, – and, uh, Altmeyer, they had kind of, you know, made a deal with the staff to try and, you know, try and redshirt and, you know, take their take their uh, talents elsewhere. But you know, a lot of those guys, they they a lot of the offensive linemen, you know, uh, Hamilton Hall's been there it seems like forever, and yeah. I didn't think he had any eligibility left either. But you know, him and Cade and Tobias Braun. Those were people that we just took a chance on, took a flyer on, uh, and uh, I wish them well. But mm-hmm. my hope is is that we're replacing them with playmakers. We're replacing them with good quality depth. Uh, I like the fact that that our starting corners next year are going to be Igbenosin and. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, number seven's coming back, which puts a big smile on my face. I think he's, uh, I think he's a really good cornerback. Uh, and uh, just looking forward to see what we pick up in the portal and uh, what we sign. I, I, as far as the high school kids, uh, we got to get the Aiden Williams. We got to get him. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. And we've got to get, and we've got to get uh, Centurion Perkins. And we, you know, I, I, I sure hope we get those guys, and and Marcel Reed and Bryson Sanders, and there, there's a good core group of people to that class. And uh, I like how Lane's doing it this year. He's, you know, he was portal heavy last year because he had to be, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think he's going to be as portal heavy this year as he was last year. I think. Uh, if the uh, the high school kids are out there, he's going to uh, going to make a mark there. But but I do think we'll be we'll be working our magic in the portal. I yeah, hope if- we're looking at a center and uh, at least one tight end. I'd like to see two actually, and uh, a linebacker and a couple of a, defensive a linebackers. true slot receiver. Oh gosh, yeah, Th- yeah that well, that's a. Now. What about Jalen Robinson? I heard that he may uh may be able to get a medical red shirt for this year, and he may be back. Is is there any truth to that? I I I, don't, I think he might actually just have a year left and can come back. Yeah, I don't think his eligibility yeah, is up. Yeah, at the beginning he was, yeah, he was like a football season and done. Yeah. So and then he got hurt. So I, I seem to remember something about Lane saying earlier in the year we're trying to talk him into red shirting, but I don't know. You know, I don't know how that went. Mm. But, um, yeah, we do. We need a true slot. Uh, and, there, and, and there'll be one out there. I mean, I've never seen anything like this in my life. There, you know, there are a thousand kids in the freaking portal. And uh, I just, and, 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 and me and a state friend were talking today. And they're not really in good shape in Iowa. They spent the majority of their NIL bucks keeping some of these COVID six-year seniors or fifth-year seniors or whatever coming back. You know, they've got Jet Johnson coming back and Crumity coming back and a whole host of people coming back. Uh, and I think that's where they spent the majority of their NIL money because they're just 
they're not doing too well. And of course, we know about about uh, the running back and his yeah. little parting message. And 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 I've even heard, I've even from from my state friends at work, they say that they may lose their other running back, Mark. So, you know, it's 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 weird because they were saying that it's hurting them because uh, people are going to come in and poach their players because they don't have enough NIL money. So, and, and I told them, I said, and they said, you guys are in the same shape. I said, no, we're in pretty good shape. I said, uh, uh, Lane Kiffin lit a fire under the Ole Miss fan base and the Ole Miss alumni. And uh, we've got a pretty hefty uh, NIL fund right now and it's growing. So uh, I know I'm a member. You're a member. I think everybody out there is a member, but of the if Grove not, Collective. You should be. But if you're not, join the <laughs> Grove Collective. Uh, there's a plug for the Grove Collective, mm. but it's uh, that's going to be the difference. And thank God for Lane Kiffin that he saw that coming. You know, I I almost wonder, and uh, a friend and I were talking about this today. So, and it's more more him that got me thinking about it. But I almost wonder. If Lane didn't put off that announcement for a little bit, that maybe Keith Carter knew and he knew that they were that there was going to be a done deal, but he wanted that NIL money to keep churning in. You know, you always wonder. No, I think uh, I think people are people are just coming up with reasons for it to happen because recruiting and everything would not be hurt um, the last two weeks, and you would not have lost an egg bowl over an NIL budget. Um, That's true. There was just too much damage being done for it to be done on purpose, unless it was something that they started to do and it just got out of hand. Um, Yeah. But but either either way, it happened. Yeah. I mean, we are where we are because of it, but maybe that's the positive of what happened. Yeah, I I think it is. I think it is. I think think we're – we're in pretty good shape for next year. That's my opinion. Uh, even though our schedule gets tougher, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, Georgia Tech's going to be better. Uh, we lose Kentucky and pick up Georgia. That's going to be rough. Still a top uh, 10 team. We got two lanes. Two lanes, not a slouch, you know, so mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting though. Yeah. You know, we drop, we drop, we drop Troy and pick up two lane and that's pretty much a wash because it turned out Troy was yeah, a good a team. Wash. Kentucky yeah. was a top ten team. We dropped them for Georgia. Yep. So that's yep. I, it's a stupid thing, but that's kind of a wash. That was before Kentucky was broken, you know. Uh, and yeah, I think we broke Kentucky actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Georgia Tech will be better, but Georgia Tech's still going to be Georgia Tech. And exactly, and it's in Oxford. Yeah, and yeah, it's not not so, too much. What. Next year is going to be a hard schedule. I'm, I'm not saying it's not going to be a hard schedule, but I'm going to say it's going to be manageable and manageable. Every year, people well, look at the schedule, and it, yeah, every year somebody looks at the schedule and is like, "Oh, this this is terrible. This I don't see eight wins on this schedule." That's because how it plays out is not how you're picturing it right now. Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. and I don't think people realize the majority of our playmakers are back next year. Mm-hmm. You know, the majority of our offense. Heck, I haven't seen anything yet uh, uh, official on Zach Evans. I just always assumed he was one and done, but they say it's 50-50 right now. I don't know. Um, 
but I'm not too worried about it. I I, I think that we'll end up with uh, Riscano from mm-hmm. uh, Texas. I think we won't Dante Dowdle, but I we can't yeah. beat that Phil Knight money. Yeah, uh, Nike's Knight involved. It's stout. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, it's stout money. And uh, but yeah, I Chris, think we're going to have a good high school class. I think we're going to have a good portal class. Really yeah, it, situation like I said, we have like a ten million dollar cash on hand world chest right now. I mean, we have the ability exactly. to do stuff that everybody else claims that they can do that we can't, but in reality, they can't and we can't. Um, and yeah. because of that, I think we're going to smartly use it. We don't need a quarterback this cycle. Nope. We don't need a running back this cycle. Um, I'm sure they're going to sign a, um, a receiver. I think Aiden Williams is going to be the other guy, but they're probably going to portal a receiver. Yeah. They're going to get a tight end. They're going to get a slot, but they're not high-dollar positions that Ole Miss is shopping in. So right. you would think that Ole Miss has the money to win these battles. We'll see what happens with C.J. Dupree um, whenever he has Alabama right after Ole Miss. So his decision will probably happen sometime in the next couple of weeks. And we'll see exactly where Ole Miss sits on that because Ole Miss should have the ability to function at a very high level NIL-wise because of not just how much money they have, but what they need to get and what they need to spend their money on. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and they're playing it smart. I mean, you see them go, going after kids from Western Michigan. You see them going after kids – from some of the smaller schools, you know, you see them going after that defensive end out in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not, <clears throat> you know, Alabama had 15 people, uh, as far as I know, enter the portal. And as far as I know, we haven't offered any of them. So it, Lane does things a little bit differently. Now he may have, he may have offered all of them for all I know, but, yeah. but I guarantee you, that Hugh Freeze has offered all 15 of those Alabama portal people. Oh, he's offered everybody. <laughs> My oh, goodness. Gosh, yeah. that was, uh, that although was I think we need I, I think we need to offer um Jojo Earl. I think it's that in the search for that true slot receiver, I think Jojo Earl could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would be a good slot. Um you know, I kind of wanted the the utility uh offensive lineman that entered the portal from Alabama, but Kentucky scooped him up. He committed mm. to Kentucky today. So they, yeah, the, but, they need to spend all their NIL money on offensive line because that offensive line Kentucky had this year was trash. Oh, it was horrible. It was yeah. horrible. And, and you know, that's the reason that Will Levis was so banged up at the end of the year. I, I mean, I don't think he's great, but he would have probably been a lot better behind a better offensive line. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He Will Levis is on his way because of that offensive line to being an XFL backup quarterback. That that yep. is his career path right now. That's weird for the when we played him, he was a potential number one pick. To now, all of a sudden, he's like, eh, I don't know. It's like okay, yeah, exactly. It's amazing exactly. when pe- so. when people play us. You always hear reasons why we can't win, reasons why we can't do well. You never hear anything confidently say this is what Ole Miss needs to do to win the game it's like no Kentucky has Will Levis and he is a top 10 draft pick so we have to be afraid so Kentucky can obviously win this game well okay that's true but you're discounting what we have as well to make your point you're trying to sound like a super smart football guy and you're completely ignoring what you're looking at all the time that that kind of stuff drives me crazy 
I think that narrative is is slowly eroding. Hmm. You know, uh, of course, I haven't seen any anything close to the homerism I witnessed during the Arkansas game from Cole Kubelik. That was that was unbelievable. Hmm. You know, even though uh, I try. But, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but but you know we we're headed in the right direction. I, I think our, our coach has, he's got a plan. He's following it. Uh, he knows what he's doing. And, uh, I'm glad we kept him mm-hmm. and, uh, or he kept us, however you want to look at it. And, uh, for as long as we have him, we need to enjoy him. And, and he's going to build something that even if he does leave, when he leaves that somebody will be able to step right in and keep it, keep it going. And, and I don't think people outside of Ole Miss and, and actually a lot of Ole Miss people realize we're not poor little Ole Miss anymore. No. We're not, you know, we're not the, the we're just not the, the program we were. We, we're, we're, we've elevated and they don't want to believe that. But, you know, we've got, more money in NIL than Auburn's got, you know, yeah. unless in the, they've the, gotten a bunch more. In their mind, it's 1986, and everything yeah. is locked in in 1986, and Mark Young is getting ready to play an Independence Bowl against Texas right. Tech. And, and that's exactly. the world that they live in. And so much water has gone under the bridge. It's just they're not willing to evolve. And I'm not saying it's necessarily their fault that is going on or, or what they're thinking, but it's just it's a it's a lazy narrative. It's it's basically you've some people have learned that when it comes to Ole Miss, if you just go ahead and go to the negative, eventually you'll be right, and you get to say I told you so. And I think that's important for some fans, honestly. Mm. It is what I it see is. A bright future, man. I see oh, a definitely. Future. What, what do you? What is a way too early next season prediction for you? Uh, floor seven wins, ceiling ten. Okay. Possibly eleven. It just depends on, you know, how we fill our needs in the portal and in the signing class. I mean, you know, I think we've got some kids that we've signed that can contribute immediately. Yeah. You know, and I don't know who else we're in on out there, but there may be some other uh, immediate contributors too. But uh, like I said, we've got DeAndre Prince, Igbenosin. Uh, we're loaded at safety again. Uh, we've got a lot of defensive linemen back. We need more. You can never have enough of the big uglies. Um I'm probably the only person that believes this, but I think we need a true center, mm-hmm. somebody that uh, can snap the ball uh, very well, mm-hmm. consistently. You know, the the kid we got from Utah uh, the year before last, uh, he was a huge help at center. And, and nothing against our two guards that had to play center this year, but they're wonderful guards, but both of them – had issues with getting the snap back uh, in a timely fashion to Jackson Dart. Mm-hmm. I think we mentioned that all year long. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. It's from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Tom, thank you so much for today, and we'll get back together and do it again next week. Texas Tech's creeping up. Yes, sir. Hotty toddy. Right. Hotty toddy.